You went through January. You went through February. All through the traffic in March. You went through April, May, June, July. You went through August, September, October. Even in the midst of the turmoil of November, God still brought you out. And you are standing here in December. You are standing here in the, in the, in the miraculous December. Can you lift your hand and thank him? Find the reason. Find the word. Find the song. Find the moments. Find the thoughts. Find something to thank him for. Find an activity to thank him for. Find a reason to thank him. You may be thanking him for your family. It's okay. Why not add your job? Why not add your business? Why not add the periods that he saved you from an accident? Why not add all the connections that he gave you this year? God has been too faithful. We stand here because we thank God. <laughs> we are the reason for the season. We started this year with many, but they have gone. Hey, but you are alive. He may not have everything that you desire, but God has added something to you. The, the main reason you are standing here is proof that God is faithful. Can you thank him some more? Can you thank him intentionally? Can you thank him thoughtfully? Can you thank him thinking of what he has done? Can you thank him? Can your heart show gratitude this evening? Manta korukaha, ebrukusuto mareha, isuroto kolonomoho, lebrakasia, insoto roto kose, ishalakatea. Can you thank him for your friends? You just walked in here now. The person you saw on Sunday, you are seeing that person. Can you thank God for the person? Can you thank him for your spouse? Can you thank him for your children? Can you thank him for their school? Can you thank him that you pay school fees this year? You were not owing. Can you thank him for the food he gave you? Can you thank him? I need you to find a reason. There's something God has been doing. He did not neglect you. It means God has been faithful. God has been faithful. In the midst of it all, God has been faithful. God has been faithful in your health. God has been faithful in his supply. He's been faithful in his vision. In his, in his thoughts concerning you, he's been faithful. He's been faithful. He's been faithful. In Jesus' name, we thank God. Thanking God is something that you should do more often. I remember one day when this song came out. You are too faithful to fail me. And as I stood in the room and I was listening to this song, that song ministered to me so much. It took me back five years from the day I was listening to that song. And I realized how far God had brought me from that five years. It, I just, it just hit me. Pictures started playing in my mind that, wow, you have been faithful. That you are the only one that could have done this. Praise God. If you are, if you are thoughtful, your thanksgiving will be heavy. If you 
think how far God has brought you, your thanksgiving will be heavy. <laughs> if you think how far, if you just close your eyes and look behind you, you may not have everything that you prayed for. You may not have everything that you desire. But you are not where you used to be. Hey! <laughs> You've made some giant steps. You've made some giant steps to this place. God has been faithful. Can you lift your hands once more? Just close your eyes and say, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your supplies. We give you glory for your word that comes every Sunday and every Wednesday that propels us. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Maleke Nubahalia. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody grateful celebrate Jesus this evening. Come on, you can make it louder than that. Hallelujah. Help me welcome your neighbor. Tell him welcome to church. I'm happy sitting beside you. Wow. Glory. Amen. The view here is totally different. <laughs> but when you are taking, uh, when you are taking welcome, or when you are taking um, announcements, praise God. I'd like to first of all appreciate my father and my mother for such a rare privilege. I do not take it for granted. Can we appreciate Pastor K and Pastor M? Hallelujah. Um, last week, Sunday, Pastor K started with, um, he opened us up to a whole new world of blessing. He came around from a trip and he released the blessing over us. That service was tax supernatural release. So all through this month, we'll be, we have been we're talking about supernatural release. And he prophesied over us, praise God. He, prof- he spoke words into us. He spoke words into our lives. Hallelujah. Words are what matters in the kingdom. Because words were used to build the world. I'm going to show us a piece of scripture. And because my question would have been, since Sunday, what have you done with the word? What have you done with the prophecy? What have you done with what he has said? How many of us have even gone back to go and listen to those messages again? Because I got my word that day. Ha, he said some things. I got my word. And you see, I've held on to that word and some things have started opening up. Hallelujah. That's how the word is. The words that you hold on to. I'd like us to look, look at a piece of scripture as we build on this. Um, projector, give me Luke chapter one, chapter 1. Okay, so we'll be looking at the story of two very, very interesting characters in Luke chapter 1. Uh, we'll look at Zachariah and then we'll look at Mary. Okay? So give me the, the scripture from Zachariah's end. Uh, Luke chapter 1. Let me also open my own Bible. Give me a moment. Uh, Luke chapter 1. 
and I'm reading from, give me from verse 5, okay? So let's read. It says, um, there was in, in, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia. Is this Abia state or? I don't know. Praise God. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But he said, and they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. Hallelujah. It's a bit long, so just, just follow me. And it came to pass while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went to the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. He says, and there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of the incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not. So long story short, the angel came and told him that your wife was going to bear a son. You're going to name him John. Told him all what John was going to accomplish and everything. Praise God. Now jump with me. Um, jump with me to where Zachariah spoke to the angel. That's verse 18. And Zachariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years. So this is the number one. Number one, Zachariah was like all of us here. Everybody here. The Bible records that Zachariah was a priest. It means that he had been serving in the temple for a while. He said, some, some of the translations said that it was his turn actually to burn incense at that particular time. Praise God. So he had been burning incense and trusting God because the angel came and said that your prayers have been heard and answers are now coming. It means that he had been praying. So as he was burning that incense or doing his own part, he was also praying. He was praying for his son. Hallelujah. He was old. Remember, and he wasn't just old, his wife was also barren. So it means that she couldn't conceive a child any longer. Very, very valid. He asked a very valid question because I, 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 at some point when I saw, I looked at the question again, I said, where's this question? The guy was old, you know. So, okay, hold on, hold on to that thought. Please Take me to where the angel appeared to Mary, okay? The same angel, angel Gabriel, that went to Mary, okay? To the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin and spouse to a man. So I'm reading from verse 20, from 26. Uh, whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, and the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, fear not. The same thing he told Zachariah. Do not be afraid. Fear not. He said the same thing unto Mary. And he said, um, for you have found favor with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. 
and that's why we call Jesus and everything. So jump with me to uh, where Mary was asking the question. Okay? Uh, she, then there's verse 34. Then, then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Very valid, another valid question. So if you look at the two questions, they're not far apart, right? Now, when I thought about this, because I thought about this, I thought about this, and, I, and, I, and this is what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, Zachariah had been praying. Zachariah had been serving. Zachariah, at some point, got used to the presence of the Lord. He took some things for granted. He allowed he allowed his mind to take control of his decision-making. Hallelujah. So listen, you can actually be here for a long time and cast some doubt on what God has said. Hey, that particular moment was Zachariah's moment. He had been attending service. That's not the first day he attending service. He had been attending service for a long time. But that day of visitation was his day. Hmm. That was his own service. Not any other person's service. He may have been, he may, he may have been there to, what, to light incense. But the whole idea was not for that incense. The whole idea was the visitation. Praise God. This is what I'm saying. You may have come to church throughout January to today. There are some services that are your service. Your visitation is planted in some services, in some moments, in some periods. You cannot take the presence of God like a desiccally. Praise God. You can't get used to it. You have to, your expectation has to be right. Every time you appear before God, your expectation has to be right. Hallelujah. You must be expectant. God knew that Zachariah's wife was barren. He's the God that does the impossible. I'm going to show you where he said it. He's the one that God does the impossible. He doesn't follow natural course for some things. No. He breaks it. Hallelujah. So Zachariah at some point has said, ah, but I'm old. Elizabeth said that you want me to, that will give birth. How will she give birth? He was already going through the medical, <laughs> the medical terrain that this thing cannot happen. Hallelujah. He defeated it in his spirit before he even said, said acting it out. Hallelujah. Pastor K came here on Sunday and declared supernatural release that a lot of things will happen. You may have said amen, but you need to catch that moment. That moment is defining for some people that cut it. Hallelujah. Now, this is what Mary did. The angel now told Mary, uh, where did I stop? He explained to Mary that the Holy Ghost shall come and overshadow you and everything. Now, this is what, the, what, this is what Angel Gabriel did to reassure Mary that what I'm telling you is not impossible. Hmm. He said in verse 36, and behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also had conceived a child in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, 
womb was called barren. Hallelujah. Mary at some point was already having some difficulty as well, trying to conceive this thing that the angel Gabriel was saying. But angel Gabriel had to show her another difficult situation that was already in play. For her, for her faith to jump up and receive what he was already telling her. Praise God. Immediately he told her that your own cousin, not somebody that you don't know, you know her. She's popular in the, in the town. She's popular around this Amuo. Everybody knows that this woman is already 70 or 80. She cannot give birth. There's no way. There's nothing you want to do. And Jacob told her that the same thing I've told you. There's somebody already. Not that she's planning to. She's already six months. So the evidence is already showing. Hey! The evidence of what I'm telling you is already showing. Praise God. There are three things that I picked out from this. Which I think that I believe if we connect with it, whatever prophecy that has been declared to us on Sunday, because the prophecy has already started working. Hey! It, has, it, it started working the moment Pastor K declared it. It started working. It was activated. But somebody needs to catch it. Probably you didn't run with it on Sunday. You will have to start running with it this, from this night. Hallelujah. You have to start running with it from this night. The first thing that Mary did was she connected with the prophecy. That's the first thing she did. Let me show you how she connected with it. She connected with the prophecy. It says in verse 39, it says, And Mary rose in those days and went into the hills in haste. In haste. I underlined haste. That means she ran to Elizabeth's house. That Elise, they said you are pregnant. Is it, is it true? <laughs> How can this thing be? She wanted to go and see it. Amen. She wanted to go and see. There's somebody living in your dream right now that you need to see. There's somebody that is supposed to confirm what God is telling you right now. God is telling you that this year you are supposed to be a landlord. Amen. You need to leave your house. Or live wherever you are and go and see. Hey, there's power in vision. There's power in what you can see. It, it re-energizes your faith. Amen. It lets you know that this is possible. She left her house in a haste. She didn't, she didn't take, she didn't stay for two months. She didn't stay for one year. She left in a haste. Praise God. She left in a haste. She ran out of her house. She packed her things and said, I'm coming. I need to go and see what God is saying. I need to go and confirm that this thing God is saying is actually true. Because if it's true, then I'm ready. Hallelujah. He says she went in the haste. And she entered the house of Zachariah and saluted Elizabeth. That wow, truly you are pregnant? Wow, at this age, you are pregnant? Praise God. The first one, you need to connect with the prophecy. And God told me, he said, the prophecy is like just this hall, just like this building. It's, it's, it's electrifying. It's like giving electricity to a dark place. Praise God. When words are spoken, the Bible says that the words that I say, they have, they have life. They, are true. they have life. 
and they have spirits with them. Praise God. So once words are spoken, they go out with life-changing spirits. Hallelujah. To change whatever is it, it, it's accepted. So when Pastor K declared those words, those words that were declared had spirits and life in them to change any dead situation or to, to uplift a situation that was already down. Praise God. So it's like, like I said, I said it's like electricity. When words are spoken, everything in your house can come alive once you plug into it. Hmm. Everything. Everything. But you need to be the one to plug into it. Jesus. You need to be the one to plug into it. So it, for some person, it's confusion. Your problem is not money, but you're confused. You, you're, there's no clarity of vision. There's no clarity of vision right now. You don't know exactly what to do right now. So you feel as if that you're not moving forward. You need to plug into it. Word has been spoken. You need to just plug into it. For some other person, he's broke right now. He needs a miracle. He needs, he needs something that will change his circumstances. He needs to just plug into it. That's all. Plug into it. Plug. Some other person is your health. Your health. You are, you, are, you are not feeling well. Probably you have a sick one. You just need to plug into it. Everything that you need is in, the, in that word that was declared. It has life. It carries spirit. Hallelujah. The capacity to change anything is in those words that were spoken. Hallelujah. It's the same word. The same word. The Bible says that, and your ear shall hear a saying behind thee. Hey, when your teacher stands in front of you, he will tell you, this is the way to go. Hallelujah. It's the same words, but it's solving different problems. Different capacity of problems. Different kinds of problems. For some other person, the problem that he's having is needing a child. That word can form a child. Hallelujah. Hey, that word can produce a job. The same word. The same word can build a company. The same word. The same word can give direction. The same word that God gave on Sunday. The same word can now give you clear direction on what you're supposed to do. The same word, but you need to plug into it. Your freezer has the capacity to, to cool your food, right? But if you don't, if you don't plug it, some people will use it as a cupboard. <laughs> they will use it as a cupboard. They will store in Gary inside. Gary? Inside fridge. Ignorance. The Bible says that my people perish. Because of what? Lack of ignorance. Lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Your TV or your AC is supposed to cool you. It's supposed to cool you. Sorry, let me say this just a way. I always pray for the person that manufactured ACO. I always, every time I sit in front of ACO and I wear ACs, I pray for the person. I don't know who the person is, but I pray for you. And I'm praying, I, my only prayer is that you, you, you make heaven. You can't give us AC and, and go to hell. <laughs> hey, you cannot, oh. Ah, you have to make heaven. Praise God. Because sometimes the sun, the sun can divide your head. It can. Just enter the AC. I enter the AC sometimes and I say, Lord, I bless you for this man or woman that invented this. Hallelujah. Connect with it. The AC can cool you, but if you don't plug it into it, 
some, after some time, rats will be living inside. It will become a, 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 an outlet, like a hotel. One rat in your house will be renting some space in the AC because you don't plug it. Amen. Your TV can be there until you plug it, you cannot enjoy it. What am I saying? Once words are spoken into your life, everything around your house is already electrified. Everything that concerning your life is already electrified. Everything. All you need to do is to plug into it. Plugging into, you, into it gives you access to whatever you need. It gives life to it. Hallelujah. I'd like us to find, let, let's look at what did Mary do to plug into this. Hallelujah. What did she do? Verse 45. So after they are saluted, you know, they are greeted. You know women, when women that are pregnant, when they meet, the greeting is, is different though. It's not, not normal greeting, no. Say, ha, Mary. Wow. He told you the same thing. That's what he told me. Oh. I'm telling you. The same way he told me. The same words. Just so different. Are you serious? Your stomach. Hey, how are you even walking at this age? The story is different. Hallelujah. After they had greeted and saluted. Look at what Elizabeth said. Verse 45. It says, And blessed is she that believeth. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed is she that believeth. Blessed is she that believeth. Blessed is she that believeth. The moment you believe, the moment you believe, a blessing follows you. Hey. The moment you believe, a blessing follows you. You are wrapped up with blessing. You are wrapped up with an empowerment to succeed the moment you believe. It means that your belief is directly tied to the changing of the moments in your life. Whatever Pastor Kea declared on Sunday, the moment you believed it that this was my word, you were wrapped up with a moment of change. It listed you out. It listed you out as part of the people that are already on the road to get blessed. Hey. To partake in the miracle. So it means that there were a thousand people here. Two thousand people. Three thousand people. Words were spoken. The moment two or three believed it, they wrapped them as being blessed. That it has been activated. Let me tell you what happened. So there's a course I'm planning to do. I told you it has started. There's a course I've been planning to do. I was going to cost about um, like $600 to do that course. Because um, I'm trying to switch uh, what I'm doing now in my profession. So on Sunday, when Pastor K declared some things, um, he said, you're going to get a new job, you know, you're going to get this. Ah, that was my word. That's what I've been looking for. Praise God. Pastor Jethro knows. It's not, it's not, that's the same thing I'm looking for. I said, I shall, amen. Praise God. Today, just today, as I was preparing for this message, they posted something in the men's group that there was a course 
the, the same course that I wanted to start doing. That this course is starting this Saturday, and if you're interested, you should register. I was the first person to register. First person, immediately. And that you can start and pay later. I told you it has started. Praise God. It has started and I'm on the way to a new job. I'm so certain. I'm so, so certain. Amen. I told you that every service may not be your own, but there are some services that are yours. I can never forget the service that Pastor K did at Jambes. It was in the morning. It was a midweek, midday service. It was, it was early in the morning. I think it was on a Thursday. It was a, he called businessmen. He said, anybody that wanted to do business, it, it was an anointing service. And he called everybody. He said, if you, are, if you are available, please come around for this. I took an excuse. And I went for that. And he prayed for every business person. Prayed for, anointed everybody, every business person's hands. Blessed us. And I went home. As I went home, something hit me. And the Holy Spirit said, assessing, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? He took me to the back of my house. There was a well there. I kept looking into the well. And he told me, water. Water. I said, water? What does water mean? He said, the business is water. I said, I'm not interested in pure water. <laughs> he said, the business is water. I said, water? I said, pour you know this thing. He said, H- so the, I, did, I did some chemistry in school. Even though I jar, you know, chemistry. I, at some point, I just left it. I salute all the, chemi- all the science students. I was not part of you. Praise God. But he said water. And the business name today is H2O. Praise God. It's water. Amen. I was standing outside here. Outside here. We're doing... Um, Wedding discovery classes after service. I'm trying to tell you that there are some services that are your own. When you catch it, it changes your life. It changes your life. That service was called Your Glory is Restored. Can you remember that service? Your Glory is what? Restored. I stood outside there after service. Somebody walked up to me after service. And the person said, Ah, Mr. Mecca, Mr. Mecca, there's an opening in my office, so. There's nobody in my office that I think will fit you. I say, eh. I say, I, I wasn't even thinking of working. I wasn't thinking of going back to, 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 to 9 to 5. I wasn't thinking of that. I said, ah, I think it will fit you. I said, okay. I said, I don't even have a CV. I've not even done a CV for a long time. I said, okay. I packaged my... Pastor Jethro was the one that sent CV to me. <laughs> he sent CV... I structured the CV. Pra, 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 pra. We did everything. Did the interview. Let me tell you the truth. Eh? If I have to do that interview all over again, I'm not sure I'll get that job. As I'm standing here. I'm not sure I'll get that job. But that's what Papa said. You are not going, you, before you went, now you are sent. Hey! That is what words do for you. Before you went on your own, you went. But when words are released, you are sent. They must like you. They must like you. They don't have a reason to reject you. They must like you. As I walked into that place for the interview, 
I didn't even have any cloth wear. Listen, I was doing business. You know business will what concerns us with suits. Well, if they call you, Pastor Jetro knows me that time, man. They call me, come to a good state now, as I'm talking to you like this now. As I drop the mic. Ogun State. Straight. For business. I'm a business, I was a businessman. So I didn't have all those suits. You're having a shoe. I didn't have all that. I didn't have all that. In fact, the shoe I wore for the interview, I collected it at the gate. I was running with slippers. I picked up the shoe at the gate. Wore everything. The guy that brought the shoe, I collected all the money in his hand. Took bike like that. I said, find your way home. Took bike like that. <laughs> if I want to. But when I got there, when I got to the interview, because I was sent favor from the gates, favor, favor, for, for them to give me an, a job because they said, we are happy that you have failed before in something. That's the reason why they gave me a job. They said, I like your story that you have failed before. Because you have failed, you know what success tastes like. They said, you are hired. Even when they hired myself, I was even doing Shakara. They said, when I reached me, I said, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. These people are quoting. I'm not, I don't, I don't. It's me and the presentation. Anything we are doing, he's him that was, I was telling me to do it. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. That is it. You plug into it. Whatever you are looking for is in the words that have been spoken. Hallelujah. The second one. It's cooperate with what God has said. Cooperate with it. Cooperate. Cooperate with what God has said. He said Mary left her house early in the morning. She left in a haste. In a haste. Cooperate with it. Part of the ways you cooperate with it is that when God has told you some things, he will be dropping other small, small instructions. Small, small instructions. He will tell you, go and visit with this person. Don't delay. You can't get a second instruction until you obey the first one. There's no need. He doesn't waste his time. You cooperate with him. Cooperating with him enhances him to give you other steps. Hallelujah. Praise God. You cooperate with him. Mary ran out early, very early, to go and meet Elizabeth. What has God told you that you are delaying on? What has he told you? For some of you, the reason why you are here or where you are where you are today is because you have not obeyed the first instruction and you are waiting for another one. It doesn't work like that. When you obey the first one, God probably has told you to forgive that your neighbor. Maybe it's just unforgiveness that is your problem. Unforgiveness is the thing blocking you from seeing the next path to your life. Can you cooperate with God? I remember when I was in the bank, um, I had this, my, my colleague. We had a meeting, so I was a team leader at that particular point in time. So um, he, he, he was very rude to me, you know, in a meeting. I gave, I, I gave instructions. And you know, let me tell you the truth. And when you are the leader and you are the one following, sincerely speaking, um, that's why it's not good to criticize your leaders. You're not, the one, you're not the one wearing the shoe. Amen. You're not the one wearing the shoe. Pastor has given this analogy several times. 
if you are on a convoy and the person, there's somebody in front, you that you are following the convoy, you cannot be complaining. You can't be saying, why is he driving like that? Sign the swap, safe. Sign the swap. Sign the speed. See, 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 see. Eh? If it's, I don't, I, I, me, I'm not going to swap again. No worry. I'm not going to follow him again. My brother, you will end up inside the water. Praise God. You are not the one in front. So, this one, just by the side. When you are the one following, follow well. Follow well so that when you are a leader, you will also lead well. So, the guy was really rude to me, you know. Uh, he didn't understand the pressure we were on at that particular point in time. So, I really hit back at him. I was a bit hard on him. And as I hit back on him, as we finished the meeting, the next thing, the next thing, this we told me, call him and apologize. Ah. I said, that will not go happen. Apologize. Were you not in the meeting? Didn't you witness what happened? Why are you always like this? As we're having a conversation. If you were sitting beside me, probably you even hear me talking to him. Why are you always like this? You were in the meeting. You heard him what he said. Is it good? Holy Spirit said, I apologize to him. Where you are going to? You are not going to the same places. Not going to the same places. I picked up my phone. Listen, as I was apologizing to this guy, tears were coming down from my eyes. I called him. I said, I was crying, but I was not crying out. But tears were coming down. He said, I apologize. Your problem, one of your problems is that some of you, you cannot be too stubborn with the Holy Spirit. Being too stubborn with the Holy Spirit, you can't get proper, you can't get guidance from him. You have to be soft. You must be like a sponge. He can be able to squeeze you. And you will now come back to the form that he wants you to be. Some of you, you are like stone. They are trying to squeeze you, but you, you are molding yourself. Mm, I will not know. I will not change. This one, I will remain like this. Praise God. For some of you, getting a new job just means getting a LinkedIn account. He'll be telling you, you have been seeing LinkedIn before. You think it's where people are going to chat and doing some things. You don't ask. <laughs> Go and get a LinkedIn account. It's not anything. There's no mysterious thing inside. Go and get a LinkedIn account. Hardly upgrade yourself. For another person, it's just a certification. Just one. Just one certification and you have a new job immediately. Praise God. For another person, it's just a visit. Just a phone call. That's all that is stopping you. But you are too busy doing other things. Praise God. Prophecies have gone ahead of you. You have to cooperate with it. Pastor okay, said, can two work together except they be what? Agreed? No. If you don't align yourself with what God is telling you part time, you cannot move forward. Hallelujah. He said, Mary rose up early in the morning and ran in a haste. She was quick to respond. You have to be quick to respond. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans, Romans 10, 23. DJ, if you can put it up, please put it up for me. Romans 20, 23. He said, hold on, hold fast to the prophecies that have been given to you. Hallelujah. Can you help me with that scripture? He said, so let us seize and hold fast 
and retain without wavering the hope which we cherish and confess and acknowledge an acclaimment of it. For he, he that promised it is reliable and what? He is faithful. Hallelujah. He is faithful. But you must hold on. Part of your own work is holding on to it. Praise God. And the last one is, you must confess it. You must confess it. You must confess it. You must confess. You must keep saying it. Keep saying it. You must keep declaring it until it comes to pass. You must keep holding on to those words in your mouth. Those words must get into your heart. It must become your daily routine. You must keep saying it. You must just turn to the woman with the issue of blood. She said she kept saying that if I may just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. You must keep saying it. You must keep confessing it. Confession is like consistently telling God that yes, this thing is sure. I have it now. I have it now. Irrespective of whatever anybody is saying, I have it now. Hallelujah. I told you I worked in the bank. So there, there was a time I was designed to work in the bank. Anywhere, I, there's a particular bank I wanted to work in. A particular bank, not all the banks. There was a particular one. I just liked the color of the bank. Whenever I visit the place, I like I like the atmosphere, the smell of the place. I like the way the young guys, the way they walk, you know, looking very sharp. You know that time, some banks, there are some, there are some banks that had old people. They were called old people's bank. So uh, they, don't, they don't wear suits, they wear coats. The coat must be longer than your hand. Then the trouser will be touching the floor. So, and they drag. You understand? If you are going to collect money that, that time, there's a long queue. Those ones, they don't like technology. Technology is not important to them. It's just not a embracing thing. But there are some other people. They are called the smart banks. Hallelujah. I liked those ones. They were sharp. Even when you see them walking, the way they walk, the way they dress, the way they pack it themselves, I like that one. I said, this one is where I want to walk. Praise God. Anywhere, if I'm passing like this, anywhere I see the color, I stop in front of that place. I say, you, I'll walk here. I was like a madman. The, the Bible said that the woman kept saying it. Hey, shakalaba. The woman kept saying, so she woke up in the morning. She heard that Jesus was coming 10 days ago. Every morning she wakes up, she would say, Every time, if I touch, I don't need, I don't need to, he doesn't need to touch me. He doesn't need to lay his hands on me. Kele, he doesn't need to lay his hands on me. You don't need Pastor K to lay his hands on you. He has said it already. He said, if I may just touch the hem of his garment. She woke up the eighth day. He said, is he still coming to town? He said, yes. Hey, she was excited. Shaka. Hey, I'm getting healed. Remember, she has spent all her money. So if Jesus was not going to come, she would go and look for Jesus. Praise God. Jesus was her final solution. Anywhere I was passing that time, if it's Ojo Elegbao, Oshodio, Munshi, VI, First Act, if I see the color, I stop there and I say, you, I walk in this bank. To the extent that there was all my friends, he said, are you getting mad? Because I don't understand. I went for the first interview in that bank and I failed. First interview. I went there with my friend. They took my friend. I failed. Praise God. As I came back home, I said, Father, I've been designing this thing now. How come I didn't get this thing? 
Praise God. I was downcasted. I was depressed. This is what I did. My friend said, well, didn't want the bank, but they collected him. Amen. I came for service. We're still, I came for service and Pastor K preached. Remember, I said I didn't even want to go back there again. I didn't want to go back there again. I still desire, but I didn't know how I was going to get into it. Pastor K preached a message. It refired my faith so much. Refired my faith. I went back into my prayer corner in the night and I started declaring it that the opportunity will open up again. It will open up again, and this time I'll be favored. I will be favored. I will be the one that they will take. When I sat in front of the interviewer, the only thing the man asked me, listen, because I, I was coming in from a very sunny, it was a very sunny day. So I, as I sat there, I had not dried up very well. So I, I, was, I, I was even the first person they called in. As I went in, he looked into my eyes and he said, ah, were you a courtist? My eyes were red. Red. Very red. He said, were you a courtist? I said, no, sir. But I was a bad guy in school. He said, ah, I like you. That was the end of interview. We didn't discuss anything. You don't know. Uh, he, he didn't even look at my CV. He didn't look at CV. He just said, ah, I like you. We stayed gisting. Which school did you go to? This one, that one. Hey, what did you do? This one, after that one. There were two other people there. I didn't even know what they discussed. He just shook. You know when they say, you know when they shake you as if, congratulations, you have done well. <laughs> I collected that kind of handshake. And when I collected it, I left. The following day, they called me and said, please, uh, we're sending your offer letter for that job. But what happened? What happened? I came to church. It refired my faith. But I kept saying it. You need to keep confessing it. You need to keep saying it. I don't know what you have been desiring since January up until today, but there's still time. There's still enough time for God to change it, to make it happen. But you need to keep saying it. You can't stop saying it. You need to say it until you see it. Because saying it keeps molding it. Keeps bringing it closer to you. You need to keep saying it. Anywhere you see something that resembles, you need to keep confessing it. Hallelujah. You can't stop saying it. Because the moment the woman touched Jesus and the miracle happened, she, it was a confirmation of what she has said. If you don't say anything in this kingdom, you should not be expecting anything. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. So you have to keep saying it. Irrespective of whatever has happened for your neighbor, don't be afraid. Say your own. Hallelujah. The moment it's happening for somebody else, Jesus is in the neighborhood. It's coming close to you. Oh my God. It's coming so close to you. I know it's so close to me because all around me, I can see people getting new jobs right now. So it's so, it's so, so close. Jesus is in the neighborhood. Amen. And like Pastor Jejo will always say, God will always settle his children. Amen. Have you been blessed this evening? Can you lift your hand? I don't know what that, what's that thing in your heart. You, you have a moment can you lift your hand and, and, and declare and say, I align myself with what God has said on Sunday. Hey, I activate it. It propels me now to take action in the name of Jesus. Hey, begin to open your mouth and begin to declare. There's still time for God to change it. 
it can still work in your favor. You can't throw in the towel now. You are at the point where you should pick it up. You can't, you can't back down. You can't back, you can't back down. No. Don't get discouraged. It can still be your turn. This year, you can still laugh. This year is still your year where you will laugh. So don't get, don't, don't get discouraged. God upon our lives.